0: Hi guys, welcome to the Sister Circle. This is part three of the righteousness of God revealed unto man. So I'm just gonna give you guys like a little recap of what we last talked about in part two. So we ended with the fact that how Jesus was raised from the dead serves as proof that our sins have truly been forgiven and how we should live with that mindset as Christians. So sit back, listen to part three, as we dig deep into this point.
1: If one sin was remaining at all, God wouldn't have raised Jesus. The fact that he was raised tells us that he was an overpayment for the sin. Such that his life still remained.
0: <laughs> he life
1: for the sin, yet his life remained. He, oh, oh. No wonder, right there on the cross, when he suffered, scripture says, after taking all, then he cried with a loud voice, with a vehement voice, it is finished. I watch movies, we all watch movies, and when someone is, someone is about to die, the person goes, uh, uh, uh. That was not the case for Jesus. It was as though he was deliberately showing us that, listen, the punishment is, is, is well paid, and I still have enough strength to cry this out. Scripture says mm. he cried out, and then when he was ready, he bowed his head like this. And that. Wow. Mm. And guess what? That even brings me back to something. Matthew chapter 18, verse 30. Scripture tells us, Jesus speaking, he says, No, the foxes have holes and the birds have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. Yes, okay. The word lay there in Matthew chapter 18, verse 30 is the word clean. That word appears in one other place in the Bible. Guess what? It appeared in John chapter 19. John chapter 19. Where he laid on the cross. <laughs> John hmm. chapter 19. Where he laid on the cross. And the scripture says. After saying that. After declaring it, it is finished. He bowed his head. That word bowed.
0: No, it okay, no.
1: Guess what? Jesus found his rest in the cross. Ah. He found his rest in taking our place in declaring us no by his death justified.
0: Uh So
1: you see, he suffered so much,
0: the height
1: of God's wrath on on the sins of man was paid fully in his body, fully with nothing else left. Hallelujah. Uh So we see that righteousness of faith is a gift. Just like what what God corrected in Adam, Adam tried to manufacture his righteousness. But guess what? God imparted the correct righteousness. Righteousness of faith is imparted. It It is not end. It is imparted. And that is righteousness of faith. Hallelujah. It is imparted. How? Our faith then it is imparted unto you. He cried so much. Oh. My God, my God, why, 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 why have thou forsaken me so that we can cry today, my God, my God. You have said you will not leave us,
0: you will not <laughs> me forsake
1: me. Ah, you, you you shall will not leave me, shall. <laughs> <laughs> he cried that for the first time ever. God, God, and uh, Jesus addresses God as my God. It was Father. my father he lost that right why he was a perfect sinner he was a stark sinner at that point on the cross why you and i and the best thing anyone can do is to receive what he died died so brutally like that to
0: to To give give
1: give. our righteousness status
0: he died
1: as the worst sinner so that we can emerge as the righteous ones as the righteous ones by our faith in His work, mm. Hallelujah,
0: mm-hmm. Hallelujah.
1: So God is holy. God is righteous in not punishing us, you and I, for the same sin. For those who believe, that is what ensures God's God's holiness. Anything otherwise happens, God is no longer holy, and that, and that can never happen,
0: Beloved. Mm. That can
1: <laughs> never happen. So oh. that is what the righteousness of God. A gift. It is who we are. First Corinthians one thirty. I'll, I'll say that again. Of Him are we in Christ. No, uh, um, of Him as Christ be made unto us. Okay, wisdom, righteousness, redemption, sanctification he is our righteousness today, and we are the righteousness of God. Second Corinthians chapter five verse twenty one. He made Him who knew no sin. Paul says, you no. Know, Paul, the man of knowledge, he says, he knew no sin. Peter, a man of action, says he did no sin. John, a man of the earth, says in him was no sin, yet this man was made sin. Wow. Unfair, right? Very unfair. It is the same way. That it is so unfair, in quotes, that I did no deeds of righteousness, yet I am declared righteous. That's what he died for. That is what he died for. Wow. Um. That is what he died for. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7. We have through we have forgiveness according to the riches of his grace. You see, I was saying I, I was talking about Romans 4, verse 25, uh, some time ago, and then I said, The fact that he was raised from the dead is our receipt that we have been justified. Yes, sir. Remember, Romans yes, was raised again for on the account of our justification. If one sin at all was found, Jesus would, would not have been raised. The fact that he's alive is the is the uh, 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 is the evidence, is the solid rock evidence that we have been forgiven. It's just like you have offended your dad, then your mom gets on her knees. The moment dad says, Oh, whoever is begging for you, get up, it's okay. You are forgiven, you are justified guess what, we are not just forgiven, as we soon see. If there was a whole Salmon of Paul, I think I'll be one of the many people that will run and try to get it on tape today. If there was one full Salmon of Paul, if we had the opportunity to hear Salmon preach, uh, Paul, Paul preach a sermon, I'll be one of those that will run, ah, I must hear it.
0: <laughs>
1: but guess what, the Holy Ghost gives us the privilege. There is one instance of paul's recorded sermon not his letters now his letters took care of several issues but a sermon a preaching preaching session by paul was recorded one session was recorded in the bible word for word act chapter 13 let's see that so that we can begin to draw on some of these points this is the cross of this matter act chapter 13 let us see paul's sermon how it went and this is once again to tell anybody that feels all oh, these new things that people are bringing. All oh, these, <laughs> they've called it all sort of names. They say, "Yeah, you are preaching cheap grace." And I beg to defile You don't insult the blood of Christ. Hmm. Who told you it's cheap? It's not cheap. It cost God to bleed for creation. God just had to speak for redemption. Hmm. He had to bleed, hmm. and you call it cheap? It is free for us it is never cheap it cost him his blood in the manner that he, that, that he died very brutal one for the word. you will notice by, by Jewish law Jesus died as the worst sinner the worst possible death possible no, the, 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 the worst kind of death the worst description of death possible Jesus had to go through it why there was a significance cause he was the worst sinner at that point in time carrying the sins of the you cannot be that. You have to die in such a manner. Then someone calls it cheap grace. We need to be careful not to really make light of what Did God takes very serious Hallelujah.
0: Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm.
1: Acts chapter 13. Acts chapter 13. I I'll, would I'll, I'll read from verse, uh, verse 38. I'll just clear on through what happened there. Paul went to the synagogue. On the Saturday, okay, that's when they do church, and the, the law and the prophets were, were read in the in, uh, in the synagogue on that day. And then they asked him, "Brother, do you have anything to say to us?" <laughs> they asked him, and then he started. He started preaching. Then he started the story from uh, from from verse chapter thirteen, verse um, uh, yeah, sixteen. Verse sixteen. Then Paul stood up and beckoned with his hand. Uh, said, men of Israel and ye that fear God give audience. The God of the people chose our father. So, Paul started from the story of their fathers, the Jews in Egypt. Okay? But then, it climaxed on these notes. I, I don't want us to go through the whole message, but all he was trying to do was to introduce this person, Jesus, to these people. Who had no idea. All they read was the law and the prophets. They read Isaiah 53 verse 5 by his tribes. Uh, he was bruised for, for a transgression. They they had no idea that it, that it happened in their very heights. Hallelujah. They had no idea. That, that was all they read in, in, in the synagogue, the law and the prophets. Isaiah 53 verse 5 and all those messianic uh, uh, prophecies. They never knew that all these things had been fulfilled in their and this was Paul trying to bring it to light, introduce this thing. Okay, so he starts, uh, he climaxes his message on verse 38. Hear what he says as the summary of his message: Be it known unto you, therefore, men and brethren, that through this man Jesus is preached unto you, forgiveness of sins, mm. forgiveness of past sins, forgiveness of uh, whatever category category you put it forgiveness of sins there's more and by him all that believe are justified from all things from which you could not be justified by the law of moses that was the height of his message and this was paul preaching two things forgiveness and justification from all things by which the law of moses cannot justify you this was a declaration of god's immediate eternal unmerited salvation undiluted. Verse 38 and verse 39. So it's interesting to note that we are not just forgiven. It is good enough that we are forgiven. Listen, we are justified. What does justified mean? We are declared righteous. Hallelujah. Apart from our works, we are declared righteous regardless of what our deeds are. Hmm. To be declared righteous is to say that not only let me try to explain this. If I say I have forgiven you It is still in record that you did something wrong that needed forgiveness. Yes, sir. But once I say you are justified, you are cleared of all charges in the first place. Hallelujah. It's Mm -hmm. as though nothing ever happened that needed forgiveness in in the first place. (laughs) This Mm -hmm. is forgiveness and justification. They are two different things. If I say you are forgiven and when I say you you are justified, two different things. To be justified means to be declared blameless, to be declared righteous. And that is what we are. That is who we are in Christ Jesus. So not only are our sins forgiven, we have been justified. We have been declared without charge whatsoever. Wow. Wow. This was the message of Paul. A full declaration of God's unmerited favor, unconditional favor, immediate and eternal. You are justified from all things that the Law of Moses cannot justify you from. Hmm. Hallelujah. So it's important to understand that everything we shared under the law, the two the two categories of provision that God made under the law were pictures. But the fact that they are pictures doesn't mean they are not correct, they are accurate. They They are an accurate reflection of what happens, okay, when Jesus comes through Jesus. Okay, the fact that that is our mercy seat, the fact that that is our high priest, and guess what? Under the the, the the under that covenant, the high priest goes in. As long as the high priest is okay, the people are okay. All those things are true about us people. Rejoice. All those things are true about us. As long as the blood is seen on the mercy seat, they were good for one year. Guess what? That's why the Bible says there is much more. That's why it's a picture. It's not the real thing. It's a picture. A picture is accurate in, in 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 explaining the implication of something, but that is not all. There is more to to the picture. So you must understand what picture means. When we say it's a picture, picture, everything in the picture is accurate, but there is much more added on top of that accurate picture. Hmm. And the much more is the fact that listen, our sins this time they are not covered. They are blotted out. He has cast them far from. In fact, Hebrews chapter eight verse ten. The terms of the New Covenant, their sin will I remember
0: no, no. more
1: doesn't remember them no more hebrews chapter 8 verse 10 Hebrews chapter 10 verse 12 our sins are remembered no more wow so this is the much more as as far as, as much as the picture is accurate you must know that there's a much more if something is a picture it is not the real thing it just tries to explain it's like a model of the new thing the, hmm. the, 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 the uh the uh, uh, the model is usually a small representation of the actual thing okay so when we say it's a picture everything about the, the everything the picture says yes 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 the implications are the same but there's a higher magnitude to it in the real one that's what
0: mm-hmm. I'm trying to say. Hmm. So yes, sir. one
1: year we have eternal this time
0: hmm. So, Mister. Dar, I'm so sorry to cut you off again. So, but since we're around this, uh, this around this portion, I just wanted to chip in another question that yep. I've heard, you know, people talk about, and it's the fact that you know, like you said, you know, that this new covenant that we have means that our sins has been blotted out. But I have heard people made make like comments that, oh, you know, separate our sins as per the sin of Adam from we as believers, you know, and say that, oh, we are responsible for what, you know, okay. we do as Christians, okay. you know, that, yeah.
1: It is still stemming out of the fact that it is the past sins that are forgiven. <laughs> but anyway, I want answer it in two parts. The first part, let me throw it in right now. The sin of Adam, okay, covered us. That's why we were sinners in the first place. So there is no logical way that rule can be taken out right now. Hmm. The forgiveness that we have in Christ Jesus, the, 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 the death of Christ Jesus caters for us as well. And if that if, if that is true, if we died by, by Christ Jesus dying, if the punishment for our sins was, 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 was delivered, then there is no more punishment for sins. Now the other part about past, present, once again, I am coming right to that. <laughs> already i strongly believe some of the things that i've mentioned would have helped dispel some of these wrong beliefs that passed but i am about to throw it in very soon we are getting right into it you no know, truth from the word of god that will knock out that for good knock out that that wrong belief okay so now just follow me like i said all is true in the picture but then but then there is much more to it and the much more I, I have cited okay jesus is our high priest correct like the picture told us jesus is our message correct like the picture told us okay the high priest was our representation, uh, representation before god like the scripture told us but guess what for jesus jesus never dies for them the high priest died okay and, and there, were, there were a lot of troubles their sins were covered our sins are not covered they are blotted out they are forgotten okay so these are some of the much more that comes to the picture okay so it's also important to know that the cross was not the source of God's love for us it was merely an expression of God's love for us the bible tells us while we were yet sinners while we were yet sinners he died he died for us so we are not just forgiven we are justified we are declared righteous that is the meaning of that That that's why the message the message of jesus all through his life was always repent and believe repent on your insisting or on your own self efforts that's why uh this like matthew chapter 11 uh, verse verse 12 okay down to the end we're talking about from the days of john, john the baptist the kingdom of god suffering violence and then he he introduces i know that scripture has been portrayed wrongly interpreted to mean okay you have to be violent about taking it. Nothing can be further from, from the truth. You have to be violent about taking what is yours. No, that is not what that scripture is saying. Mind you, read that properly. Read it in context. Understand what Jesus was saying. Jesus was saying that from the days of John the Baptist until now, until then, it was it was meant to stop. Then, okay, it was meant to stop. Then that was a dispensation. That that was a period where you no know, men had to strive to enter into the, the into the realities of God by their zealous exhaustion men were exhausted and then in the, preceding, uh, in, in the succeeding verses jesus says oh mind you i have come to give you rest come unto me if you are like those people that try to use zealous ex- exhaustion to enter into the things of god hey i bring you a new proposal come all you that are heavy laden and i'll give you rest that was jesus's message in, in that chapter that had nothing to do with taking what is yours by force no that is wrong interpretation of the bible Okay, hmm. so yes, we see Jesus's message was it it it's it, it was usually by performance. It of course Jesus spoke to those who were who were under the law. Jesus's death was going to bring an end to the law, not before. Okay, Jesus's death and resurrection brought an end to the law and ushered in the covenant of grace, the covenant where we have the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus by faith in Him. Okay, so while He was alive, He spoke to those under the law, and that's why. That explains some of the things Jesus Jesus says, but once again, that is not the focus of this teaching. So please take note of that. This is very important. We are not just forgiven; we are justified. Now, now, to start treating some of the some of the uh, wrong ideas that have been portrayed that have been portrayed so far, let us go back to Acts chapter thirteen, the statement of of, of uh, the sermon of of Paul. The sermon of paul Let, let's quickly really get back to that Act chapter 13 verse uh, 41 we stop that okay, verse 40 rather we stop that 38 and 39 so we go to verse 40 now so oh, paul after declaring the favor of God, after declaring what the gospel is all about after declaring what jesus was all about forgiveness of sins and justification from all things by which you cannot be justified by the law after declaring that paul throws in a warning for them verse 40 beware therefore lest that that come upon you which is spoken of in the prophets wow so in the prophet verse 41 mm-hmm. behold ye despisers, us and, and wonder and perish for i walk a walk in your days a walk which ye shall in no wise believe though a man declare it unto you wow so paul was mm-hmm. here he was quoting abacuc chapter 1 verse 5 we heard the prophecy, yeah. Abacuck was one of the prophets that actually prophesied about Jesus coming. Okay, so Paul here was quoting what, what prophecy had been laid down that God will do a good work that it will be so hard for people to believe. It that's why the gospel is nearly too good to be true, or you can say so good it's true. So Paul was warning them: oh, you think this sounds too good to be true? Like some people I, I'm very sure would have been wondering in their hearts now wow, what is this brother saying? This sounds too good to be true. This sounds all too easy. Forgiveness and justification, how? Faith in Christ Jesus. Uh-uh. From all things. Uh-uh. And he's <laughs> he trying to say that all my lifetime of sin has been paid for in Christ Jesus? Yes. Very accurate. That's what the Bible says. It is too, it sounds too good to be true. But it is true. It is true. This was the warning of Paul. So Paul was warning them: don't be caught in that same web, don't be caught in that same trap. According as it has been prophesied, that God does a you no, know, God is about to do a great work, so good that you find it hard to believe. Now believe this is it, you are hearing, believe it. So, but guess what? The people actually, the people actually fell into that. That was also recorded in Isaiah chapter 29, verse 14. Habakkuk chapter 1, verse 5. These are prophecies. That, that Paul actually brought in here okay so Paul issues that warning and guess what that is the source that is the source it, it, it was as though God knew that some people would just find it out to believe and of course no surprise that is the nature of the flesh the flesh finds it and uh, that's why Paul says in one of his epistles the flesh warreth against the spirit the flesh cannot understand the things of the spirit you don't understand them by the flesh the normal human nature, the the, the, the normal fleshy nature, is that do good get bad. How can you tell me that irrespective of whatever I've done, I'm, I'm getting good? Oh, how can you tell me that Jesus, irrespective that I did no bad, he got bad? Oh, now you are beginning to understand what this means. Wow, it is the same way as he got all the bad that he never did, that we did. We get all the good that he did that we never did. Hallelujah the mm. same way the bible tells us, roman chapter 5 verse 17 down to 19 the same way and the bible says much more in fact much more second Corinthians 521 we cannot quote it enough he made him who w- knew no sin to be seen that we may be the righteousness of god in christ jesus if that is not enough for somebody then i wonder what to be enough hallelujah amen hallelujah so it's oh, it's it, uh, people say no it's too easy it's too cheap it's too good to be true it is true that is God's word even today when we pray, like like I said people say, say things like uh, easy believism, uh, cheap grace uh, new age well, whatever those things are I encourage someone online today sincerely speaking make it a, a point of calling your heart to believe only what can be proven by the word and we have multiple witnesses from the word today hallelujah God is not against you God is for you god doesn't kill you god doesn't bring judgment upon you put your faith in christ jesus so, says, there is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in christ jesus there is therefore now no condemnation to them that are in christ jesus of course i know some versions of the bible actually continue who walk not after the 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 the
0: who yeah. uh, 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 walk walk not after the flesh yeah but...
1: Like but guess what that ought to be in verse four that's why in in recent versions, you, you will see it. That is added in italics. That was added mm. by the translators. Whoever added that, that was added by the translators. That's why it's in italics. Whoever added that couldn't stand the naked truth that as long as you're in Christ Jesus, there's, there's therefore now no condemnation to you. Calm down. Let us even look at this logically. Why should there be a condemnation to someone that has not broken the law? Why? Hey. Let me bring it down here. <laughs> See, there is therefore now no condemnation to them, okay, that are in Christ Jesus. So, people usually, because of the continuation added by some translators, okay, because of the continuation, who walk not after the 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 flesh, but after the spirit, blah blah blah, like that. That was actually in verse four. So, some people, some some, some translators wrote it in verse four, and then they put it in the italics in verse one. No, the Bible, no, the original text don't have it that way they don't the, the original versions of the bible in the greek language in which it was originally written so why uh, is that the, why is that the case you see that verse only makes sense and of course when, when people say who walk not after the flesh but or, or, what, or what they are trying to say is as long as you do what is right you will, got, yeah no
0: condemnation right. for you right. but guess uh, what
1: if this scripture is not talking about someone that has done what is wrong then what is the logical sense in the scripture that scripture makes only makes sense to someone that has that that, 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 that has actually broken the law and is and, and is deserving of condemnation because why why should anyone be in condemnation if he has not broken the law if no if if one has not broken the law one cannot be condemned so that scripture the devil now no condemnation is redundant what is the sense in that there, there is therefore no meaning in that. Why? Because someone that has not uh, uh, fallen short of the mark cannot be under condemnation in, in, in the first place. That scripture only makes meaning to someone that has fallen short of the law. And the Bible says, "Why? Because we are in Christ Jesus." Whoever had it, that couldn't stand and That's why uh, uh, NKJV, I guess. Some, 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 some very amplified version. You don't have that added. Yeah. Why? Well, if, 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 if your Bible has that, that was added by the translators of your Bible. That 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 belongs in in verse four, and that, that was telling the qualities of these people who are in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Hmm. Not not bringing it as a requirement. No. Hallelujah. So it's very important we hear things like uh, 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 yeah. Le- let me start addressing some of those things now okay just the past sins now now that you are saved ah you can lose your righteousness so today (laughs) and i need to pay attention to, to some of these things now the general idea the general fake idea which is wrong anyway is that you you get born again you are only righteous until your next failure that is what the idea is today. Until your next failure, you are righteous, you are okay. But guess what? Nothing can be further from the truth. And I am about to bring the reasons. Another thing they say is, oh, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, uh. okay, you're passing. So, and to some, you have actually asked that question. That's why I said, let's hold on, let's just flow, with. because we need to lay some foundation. Then we can build this, build on some of these things, and then it's clear to everyone. Okay. They say things like, oh, that was your passing, so now that you are saved, ah, if you you have lost the righteousness, ah, you are, you are no longer, you are not a sinner, no, nothing can be further from the truth.
0: Thank you for listening to part 3 of The Righteousness of God Reviewed Unto Man. Keep checking our Instagram page at siscircle underscore to be notified when we post the part 4 of this episode. Or you can just follow us on Spotify at sistercircle Circle and click on the notification bell so you'll be notified when we upload a new episode. Thanks again for listening and bye!